Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of the Global Heart Failure Academy and is brought to you by Medtelligence. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. The 2023 focused update of the 2021 ESE guidelines for the diagnosis and treatment of acute and chronic heart failure was recently presented at the European Society of Cardiology Congress. So how these updates affect screening and treatment of iron deficiency in patients with heart failure with reduced ejection fraction? This is CME on ReachMD and I'm Dr. Giuseppe Rosano. I am Dr. Marco Metra. And I'm Dr. Gianluigi Savaresa. So Marco, let's begin by discussing the guideline recommendations I just mentioned. What can you tell us about the recent updates of the ESE guidelines and uh, how do they relate to treating and screening patients with heart failure and iron deficiency? Thank you, Giuseppe, for this interesting and important question. Actually, we have uh, two new recommendations regarding iron therapy, treatment of patients with heart failure and iron deficiency. And they were based on the publication of the more recent data from Ironman trial, but they regard everything regarding iron ablation therapy for heart failure. One recommendation regards an indication for treatment of patients with iron deficiency F-REF and FM-REF with uh, IV iron therapy with ferric carboxymartose or ferric derisomartose after Ironman to reduce our failure hospitalization. This uh, recommendation has a class uh, 2A and level of evidence A of recommendation. And this is very important because it's the first time uh, that we extend the recommendation to iron therapy to all the patients with FREF and FMREF before we based only on a firm HF and it was only for after an heart failure hospitalization. But this comes with uh, the data of Ironman and four meta-analysis that showed the consistency of the beneficial effects of iron therapy in reducing heart failure hospitalizations in patients with iron deficiency. The second recommendation, again, it's for the first time, we have a recommendation to iron therapy to improve symptoms and quality of life in the patients with iron deficiency and FREF and FMREF. And this is a class one recommendation, level of evidence A, because we have all the trials that consistently showed an improvement in symptoms and quality of life. So we have a, a treatment that is recommended to improve symptoms and quality of life, should be administered to reduce our failure hospitalizations. And the vast majority of data come from uh, uh, studies with ferric aromboximaltose yes. and uh, uh, possibly the, all the data on quality of life and exercise capacity, they also come with uh, uh, ferric aromboximaltose. And Gianluigi, what is your take on that? Well, I would like to um, actually highlight how important is the recommendation regarding symptoms and quality of life. I think in heart failure, we very much highlight the importance of heart outcomes, but I think quality of life is very, very important for our patients. Several studies even show that patients do prefer living actually shorter but better. And actually now we have a treatment which clearly shows 
to improve quality of life and reducing symptoms, and this should really foster the implementation of this treatment in clinical practice. So now, uh, Gianluigi, let me uh, follow up and uh, ask you another question. So a, a recent clinical trials with IV iron patients with heart failure caused a shift in the definition of iron, uh, iron deficiency? So, well, the definition of iron deficiency in the update is still the same, so nothing changed. Although, as we know very well, in the Ironman, the definition of iron deficiency was slightly different. So we did have ferritin less than 100 and TSAT less than 20%. Most of the evidence at the moment in the iron deficiency field considers the definition which has always been used. And therefore, I think it's completely consistent, the fact that the guidelines still report the, the same definition. And in any case, whether we do want to change definition for iron deficiency, we should really think about having ad hoc studies where we do correlate biomarkers with the level of iron depletion even in the bone marrow. So it's, it's very much more complex than what we think when we consider a definition of a disease. Mm. And, uh, I think, Marco, I would like to also to hear your opinion. Is that not important just the definition that may change slightly, may change a little bit country by country, but what is important is testing, because if you don't test, then you right, don't exactly. identify. So uh, yeah. do, do you foresee any uh, change in the future for the recommendation of testing, how frequently we should do it? Um, no, because uh, uh, again, recommendations in the guidelines are based on the results of trials that give the evidence. And therefore, with the current definition, we have uh, the uh, proof the administration of ferric carboxymaltose is effective in improving symptoms, quality of life, and reducing hospitalizations. So I don't think, uh, so you have to stay consistent with the definition using, uh, used in the trials showing the efficacy. And it has worked. For those just signing in, you are listening to C the CME on ReachMD. I'm Dr. Giuseppe Rosano, and here with me today are Drs. Marco Metra and Gianluigi Savarese. We are discussing the recent TSC guidelines update and the totality of evidence of using IV iron when treating pa our patients with heart failure. So uh, I would li like also to hear your thoughts on treating iron deficiency with IV iron in patients with heart failure. Uh, first, do you consider IV iron to have a class effect? And does that heart failure status, heart failure with reduced ejection fraction or mildly reduced ejection fraction, impact your treatment approach? Uh, well, uh, the second question, uh, I think it's, uh, uh, from this point of view, I, I think the, the, the trials uh, have limited uh, now the data to patients with uh, reduced or mildly reduced ejection fraction. Although I don't see a, a clear reason why iron treatment shouldn't work in patients also with preserved ejection fraction. But this is the current evidence. Uh, with respect of uh, class effect or not, uh, also with other drugs like SGT2 inhibitors, uh, we have again remained consistent with the results of the trials. And uh, the trials uh, we have to date are uh, the most recent with ferric derisomaltose, but otherwise we have all uh, this large amount of data with ferric carboxymaltose. So these two compounds remain in dose in the guidelines and remains the one to use in clinical practice. Yeah. 
And also when we uh, treat patients with uh, IV irons, we have always to balance the benefits with also with the potential uh, yes. risks. IV iron uh, replacement with uh, ferricarboximaltose have been proven to be completely, uh, absolutely safe. So, Gianluigi, any additional comments on that? Well, um, no, I completely agree at the moment we have clear evidence in FREF and uh, MREF, but uh, I agree with you that probably FPEF might be, you know, the perfect setting for treating patients with iron deficiency because these are patients who are frail and have uh, many comorbidities and probably their iron deficiency might play a role, but at the moment we do not have evidence supporting this, but hopefully it will come uh, soon. And uh, once again, I think also these data confirm the fact uh, that as for many other treatments for heart failure, um, we show that what works in FREF works also in MREF and also the evidence I think on iron deficiency and uh, uh, treating iron deficiency goes in, in the same direction. Well, uh, this has been certainly been an enlightening conversation, but before we wrap up, can you each share one take-home message with our audience? Let's start with you, Marco. So what's your take from this conversation? Well, I think the two recommendations are pretty good to take home. So treat iron deficiency in patients with heart failure to improve symptoms and quality of life and to reduce heart failure hospitalizations. And uh, uh, the drugs for which we have uh, uh, evidence is ferric carboximal, are ferric carboximaltose and ferric derisomaltose with a, a lot of data from ferric carboximaltose and an ongoing trial, FERICEF, to be uh, ended uh, soon, and uh, this will give data on mortality, I hope. Yeah, Luigi. So uh, we should remember that iron deficiency is a very common condition. It's even more than 50% of patients with heart failure have iron deficiency. And this is a condition that you can treat with treatments improving quality of life and reducing symptoms and improving outcomes, whether we make diagnosis of iron deficiency. And we do evidence that screening procedures are still limited in patients with iron deficiency. For example, with data from Sweden showing that up to only 30% of patients receive screening. So my take-home message is like, we should screen and we should make diagnosis, and then we should treat. Yes, and uh, it is important to have this update of uh, the guidelines. What also is important is that these recommendations are in keeping with the new data that have emerged, because the RFID uh, uh, study was uh, at a p-value that was uh, uh, significantly less than, p uh, than 0.05, so that statistically should be considered as a, a positive trial, despite what the regulators said, as an, uh, a p-value for uh, regulators' significance. So I think uh, overall we have uh, uh, a very good evidence and back of evidence to support these new in indications that are very important for the quality of life of our patients with heart failure and uh, effect on the hospitalizations. And uh, this, that those recommendations on hospitalizations have been long awaited. So that's all the time we have today. So I want to thank our audience for listening in and doctors Marco Metra and Gianluigi Savarese for joining me and sharing all the valuable insights. It was great speaking to you today. Thank you so much. It was our pleasure. Thank you, Zeth. You have been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Medtelligence. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, 
go to reachmd.com slash heart failure. Thank you for listening.